Hello, Community Health Center advocates. This is Marie McCauley, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. Today is April 7th, 2021, and here's the latest in advocacy and more in minutes. Joining me today is the MAC advocacy team, Kristen St. John and Shamal Shepard. Storytelling is the key to our Community Health Center movement. Our collective strength is in our experiences as patients, providers, staff, and community members. It is on us to ensure our movement's longevity by sharing our stories and amplifying the voices of our community. Please take a moment to appreciate our latest guest blog by Claire Aldous, where she captures women's careers and legacies at Upham Corner Health Clinic. The blog is titled Leaving a Legacy of Hope and Change for Good. Kristen, what's happening on the Hill? Hey, Marie. NAC continues to push for $2.2 billion in discretionary health center funding in FY22. We collectively demonstrate this funding's urgency by PCAs and CHCs submitting appropriations requests to encourage members of Congress to sign on to the FY22 Community Health Center Appropriations Letter. As you complete your members' appropriation request forms, please fill out the spreadsheet letting NAC know which offices you have contacted. You can find the detailed instructions about the appropriation forms as well as the link to the spreadsheet in this week's Washington update. Also, please email any questions to the NAC Federal Affairs team at federalaffairs at NAC.org. The Senate parliamentarian ruled that a revised budget resolution can include reconciliation instructions enabling Democrats to use the reconciliation process for Biden's $2 trillion infrastructure bill. Budget reconciliation is usually only allowed to be used once a year. The reconciliation process makes it easier to pass bills related to spending, taxes, and debt by limiting debate and allowing the legislation to pass on a simple majority vote. Negotiations on the infrastructure legislation will need to continue to reach a simple majority as centrist Democrats, including Senator Joe Manchin, have already indicated they will not vote for the current package due to the high corporate tax hikes included. President Biden was expected to release a top-line version of his discretionary funding request, including a breakdown of proposed funding levels for federal agencies and major priorities last week. The administration has not committed to a new date for the skinny budget release. The delay comes as the administration decides on defense spending figures. Biden was expected to keep defense spending levels but progressive Democrats are pushing to decrease the defense budget, a move Republicans and moderate Democrats are likely to oppose. The entire budget is expected to be released in May 2021. Administration officials have previously cited obstruction from the Trump budget office during the transition period and the lack of an OMB director as reasons for the delay. The House and Senate are scheduled to be in recess from March 29, 2021 to April 9th for district and state work periods. Now is an excellent time to contact offices and schedule meetings to request community health center site visits. Shamal, anything else going on in the world of health centers? Hey, Kristen, thanks for those updates. Due to the continued uncertainty around COVID-19, Congress has extended access to a 30-day special enrollment period on healthcare.gov that is now going to open through August 15, 2021. Also, the Center for Family Health of Jackson, Mississippi shared an emphatic message from the senior minister of Lilly Missionary Baptist Church to his congregation. Pastor James Hines recorded a video to encourage immunization in his community. This is a great partnership example. Also in Health Center News, 
The second gentleman, Douglas Emhoff, is touring communities around the country to learn about solutions that boost equity. Of course, our friends at Whitebird Clinic were on that list. Joining Emhoff on the visit to Whitebird's vaccination clinic was Oregon Governor Kate Brown and Representative Peter DeFazio. The goal was to learn about the agency's work advancing COVID-19 vaccination equity. Marie, what learning opportunities do you have for us this week? During a segment highlighting the work to close the racial disparities in the COVID-19 immunizations, join American Public Health Association's Health Communications Matters team to learn about how the public health sector can effectively communicate with marginalized communities using research-informed digital strategies. The webinar takes place on Thursday, April 8th at 1 p.m. Eastern. This event will also explore innovative ways that social media can support your communication efforts. You can find the link to register in your Washington update. And the Social Determinants of Health Academy offers health center staff a breakthrough series of webinars and office hours where their faculty will help you break through the clutter to access resources, experts, and peer linkages. The series occurs in April and will equip participants with the tools needed to increase their competency in the four core SDOH response strategies. Learn more or register for the series in the link in your Washington update. The SDOH Academy was founded by the National Center for Medical Legal Partnership, which is a HRSA-funded national training and technical assistance partner. And I think that's all, Kristen. Thanks, team. And for our listeners, some quick reminders. Make sure to visit our Take Action page and urge your members to sign on to the FY 2022 Community Health Center Appropriations Letter. Also, please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. Also, make sure you are subscribed to our Washington Update so you can see more Health Center news and what we're reading. And in order to keep up with all of the upcoming advocacy events, visit hcadvocacy.org slash calendar. For further support, please email us at grassrootsatnoc.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy. We'll be back next week.